Today is August 28, 2020, and you're listening to the Mast Pre-Med Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Rosie. I am your Mass Pre-Med Podcast host today. I'm a non-traditional pre-med student with nine years experience working in healthcare and over a decade experience being a college student. My mission is to provide you with advice and tips to help you get through your undergrad years successfully so that hopefully one day we can both be physicians and colleagues in medicine. If you have any questions or anything that you would like for me to discuss, please send it to mastpremed at gmail.com. That's M-A-S-K-E-D premed at gmail.com. So today's episode is going to be the story of my first day in clinical experience. And I know not everybody is a fan of story time. So if, uh, if you are not, I will see you next week. I'll be back with uh, more tips and tricks for you next week. And I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, but for the rest of you, before I hop into the story, I want to go ahead and give you a little bit of context. So this happened when I was in the middle of my respiratory therapy program through the Community College of the Air Force. So the position in the Air Force, it's uh, the job is cardiopulmonary laboratory technologist. 4H0X1 is the like little numerical thing, uh, AFSC or the Army, I think it's MOS, something like that. Uh, but anyway, so the position it basically trains you so that you could work in a cardiology clinic, pulmonary clinic, cath lab, sleep lab, or respiratory. But the school has a pretty heavy, or at least back then, had a pretty heavy emphasis on respiratory therapy because that's the job you do when you deploy um, as a 4-H in the Air Force. So the year was 2010. It was a chilly North California morning. And it was a Monday, and I know it was a Monday because we were in our blues uniform. And I'm really not sure if this is even a thing the Air Force does anymore because before I separate, like the last few years I was in, I was in a base that didn't really do Blues Monday. So yeah, I don't know if that's a thing. But but back then, if it was Monday, everyone was in their you know blue little dress blue uniform. So. From our understanding, we were going to show up to the hospital and do our orientation, you know, get a tour, get hospital badges, N95 fit tests, computer access, stuff like that. So when we meet our preceptor, uh, we were pretty surprised when she was like, all right, guys, go ahead and change into scrubs and meet back here in five minutes. And we were like, say what? (laughs) Uh, none of us had brought sneakers, okay? All, we were in our dress uniform. We were wearing dress shoes. And uh, so, yeah, less less than ideal. Um, but, you know, when you get an order, when you're in the military, you just, you just do it. Uh, <laughs> so we get changed, and uh, we did do the things we thought we were going to do initially. Um, we, we went and got badges, we got the full tour, we, uh, we got phone access, we got computer access, there was a bunch of little things we did, but at some point we had rolled back up into the RT department and our preceptor's phone rings, 
and it's uh, it's the emergency department, and they need a blood gas stat, right? They need an arterial blood gas, and she was like, "Perfect, I'll bring a student, right?" And I'm like, purposely not making eye contact. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like trying to like chameleon blend into the wall, you know? I'm like not moving at all, but uh, but of course, you know, she she calls my name. And so down we go. So on our way down, she's walking me through what's going to happen. She's like, you're going to walk in there. You're going to introduce yourself. You're going to say what department you're from, what tests you're there to perform. And you're going to ask if she has any questions. And then, you know, walk her through it as you're doing it. And I was like, okay, sounds good. So we get down there. And the ED is, it's like this really big bay and... It's like one giant room, basically. <laughs> and all along the walls, um, there are these, like, curtains sectioning off beds. And so we find, we find where she is, and I pull back the curtain. And she's this just tiny little older lady. Uh, I, I want to say she was, like, mid-80s or something, maybe late-80s. So I go into my spiel, um, I'm like, hello, uh, my name is Airman Fernandez and I'm from respiratory therapy. And as I'm speaking, I notice that she's not moving, right? She's, she's not acknowledging me. She didn't flinch, nothing. And I'm like, well, maybe she didn't hear me. So I get a little closer and I kind of like gently tap her on the arm and I kind of increase my volume, right? So I'm not yelling, but I'm, I'm definitely speaking louder. And, uh, and still no response. And so I look at my preceptor and I'm like, I can't, can I still get a blood gas on her? And she was like, yeah, I mean, the doctor really needs it. You know, they really need to check if she's ventilating and oxygenating and she has, you know, metabolic issues. And he, he was adamant, like he really, he did not want Venus. He wants a blood gas. <laughs> and so I was like, okay. So just so you know, the modified Allen's test is done to make sure that if for whatever reason, while you're taking blood from the radial artery, if you damage it in any way, it's to check that the ulnar artery can still supply the hand with blood. So I'm like, all right, I guess this is what we're rolling with. <laughs> so I clean the area and I'm trying to feel for a pulse. And of course, right, it's just like very faint. And it makes sense, right? Her heart rate was very low. Uh, the last blood pressure that had cycled on the monitor was very low. Um, her blood sats were, I mean, just consistently low 90s, high 80s. So I'm like, all right, ma'am, uh, I'm going to count to three, and then you're going to feel a pinch. I'm like, one, two, three, big stick. And I, I stick her, right? And this woman's arm was so tiny. I was, I was petrified. I really thought I was going to hit bone or like, I don't know, go through the whole arm or something. And I, I know that that's like first aid jitters and like nerves. Cause I mean, physiologically, I'm sure that's impossible to go through the whole arm with like a tiny ABG needle, but I was just so afraid of hurting her. <laughs> and, and of course, right. I stick her and, uh, yeah, I did not get it. There was no flash. There was nothing. So my preceptor comes over and she puts her fingers a little above where I had stuck. And she's like, okay. She's like, I think you're really close. I think you just need to re-angle a little bit. And I'm like, okay, so you want me to pull it out 
and reangle it and stick it back in. And she's like, yeah. And she kind of put her hand like behind my hand and together we kind of <laughs> it was it was like when someone's teaching you to shoot pool you know it was like that um but but like without beers and not at a bar and <laughs> and so she helps me angle and of course and she moved you know what really blew my mind that day is she moved my hand so little like I mean and and that's the thing is like once once you're good at things like that like little procedures like that they seem like super simple to you but for me like first day I was like mind blown right like she's like just a magician to me at that point <laughs> and so uh, we get the gas we run it in uh, I think they had gems I want to say yeah. And uh, she showed me the whole process. You know, they had like a, like a mainframe type system, very old school, where you would type it in. And we had to call the physician for like um, a critical value, which um, the, the patient was in respiratory acidosis. So um, they had a low pH and a high CO2, um, which I, th- I was pretty sure like that's what the physician was thinking, <laughs> being that she was like not really that responsive at all and her stats were so low. So we input it, and when we talked to the physician, they said they wanted to try BiPAP. And so that was also really cool because I got to set up a BiPAP on a patient for the first time, you know, like not on a mannequin. And uh, it was kind of the same thing. Like she was very unresponsive, but <laughs> I, I kind of walked her through as I did everything that I did. And um, it was really exciting, you know. It was, um, it was a little nerve-wracking because... You know, the last thing I would ever want to do, the the last thing I would say almost anyone in healthcare would ever want to do is hurt a patient. Do get to um, help them survive or, you know, uh, feel a little better. It's just, it's a really nice feeling. And that's, that's why I did this episode. And it's also why I love hearing people's uh, first clinical experience stories. So (laughs) if you have a cool clinical experience story and you wouldn't mind sharing it with me, um, please send it to the email, which is masspremed at gmail.com. And uh, with that, that is about all we have time for today. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe and we will see you next week. (laughs) 